Welcome to More Than A Few Words, marketing conversation for business owners, MTFW is a production of Round, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, I am really excited. I'm going to, I know you're going to be excited too, to listen to Shane Barker, who is our guest today. He is a digital strategist and a brand and influencer consultant. Shane, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, Ray. Shane, I am going to jump right into this whole title of yours, Brand and Influencer Consultant. What's an influencer? Yeah, yeah, an influencer, it's funny. So it's it's probably changed over the years. Back in the day, influencers were, uh, most of the time, it was celebrities or people, you know, that were uh, in some kind of had a status where you could see them either on the media on TV or something like that. But these days, it's, it's interesting because really anybody can be an influencer. Um, I mean, I actually teach a class at UCLA, which is how to be an influencer. It's actually a class now at UCLA. So um, the cool part about it is it's really anybody that has any kind of a, a following, anybody that's built some type of a community on a platform, whether that be YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, like wherever wherever you you know you spend your time. Um, but the cool part about that is, once again, if you have a community there and it doesn't have to be, people always think you have to have you know, a million followers to, to be an influencer. And that's not necessarily true. In fact, we've seen that, you know, sometimes the people with the smaller numbers, let's say be a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, actually um, have better audiences or better community in the sense because it's the, the engagement rates are usually higher because there's um, more of a tight knit community. And it doesn't, you know, when you get to the bigger numbers, it's hard to be able to communicate with everybody and respond to, to people that are replying and putting stuff in, you know, um, through, through messaging. So an influencer really is someone who uh, is an expert in a particular field or an industry or knows something about something and has a large enough community that is not just paying attention to, but really interacting with them on that subject. Is that fair? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, the engagement really is the key, and you kind of touched on that. That's that's a big deal. It's the idea of that you know, having some kind of an interaction um, through social media, and that's, I think, where the, the magic happens. Okay, so as a company, if I am looking for a way to grow my brand, reach a wider audience, how how can I use or connect with influencers in a way to help me accomplish just that? Yeah, I mean, it really depends. Obviously, you know, for you guys and for anybody out there, you would want to figure out who your target persona is, right? Your perfect client. Um, and once you have an understanding of who that is, and then going and finding influencers um, that you can either partner with. I mean, that's the, the key to the whole thing is that you have to figure out once you figure out what your audience is and what's been that perfect client, and then go and find people that would uh, that are already talking to that type of audience. Um, and it's really it's a lot easier these days with software and some stuff like that where you can go and say, hey, look, if this is an influencer, you know, maybe it's a local influencer, and you say, hey, this is somebody that already talks about marketing, does this, does that, and we would like to you know, have them talk about us as well or have some kind of a partnership or, you know, no different than we're doing on this, right? We're doing a podcast or, like, how do you, how do you, you know, get the word out, right? And so in this situation, this podcast, in theory, let's call me an influencer as of today, and while we're working on this together, now we both have our audiences and we're bringing them together, you know, I tell my audience, hey, come listen to me on the podcast, and you on your site say, hey, come listen to Shane Barker on, on, the, on the, the podcast that we've got going. So it's that, those are the kind of ways that I think, you know, once we have that kind of collaboration, you're bringing two things together where it could be magical. So one style of influencer marketing is really what you're talking about, this sort of partnership or collaborative where both groups 
sort of brings something to the party and there's benefit for both parties leverage the influence of the other person but for some businesses it's really more of a, a one way where you know I'm I'm selling beans in glass jars and I want a chef to use my product that's a, a different style of influence market when I go down that path, obviously there's a price tag that comes with it. How much should I be thinking about paying an influencer and how do I decide if somebody's worth the amount of money they're asking? Yeah, absolutely. That's always the question of the day. So, you know, there is going to be some kind of, you know, either, you know, it can be obviously monetary, right? It can be that or it can be, hey, we'll give you free product or it can be whatever that is. And there will be something, right? And what I always explain to, to brands and companies that I work with, and it's, you know, this is the thing. You don't have to have, you know, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollar budget to do influencer marketing. Um, but what you do have to figure out is that if you're going after, you know, the big dogs, you're going after the big influencers, there probably will be a price tag there, right? There's going to be something there. And you're going to have to figure out what, if that's going to be, if it's going to make sense for you to move forward. So let's say you have a chef, and the chef says, hey, you know, to whatever, do five mentions, I charge $1,500. So you have to figure out as a brand, okay, so now I'm selling these beans in a jar, right? And my overhead cost, it costs me a dollar to make them. I sell them for $10, so I have a $9 profit. So we have to figure out how many of those jars do I have to sell, um, you know, to the chef's audience to be able to break even. Um, and everything, there's no real, like, set price, right? There's Because the thing is, is, everything is negotiable, right? When you're working with influencers, there is no, I mean, every person is their own business, right? So we have, there's things you can look online and find calculators and kind of like what they should be charging, just as an idea if they have so many followers, this is in theory what they should be charging, but it really comes down to what you feel is a fair deal. And so it, that's the, the, the beauty of the whole thing is that if I can come in and I say, hey, I'm, I'm selling these beans, these things in a jar and you're a chef, but what I'd like to do is you work out something where I send you 10 of these a month or 20 of these a month, uh, but I also want to help promote you and promote your show, so I'll talk about you over here. Like, how do we make it more of a win-win, right? Because then there's less, there's potentially less of a financial responsibility because now it's a win, you're trying to make it a win-win on both sides. And then some influencers don't want that. They say, hey, we just want, I want to be paid up front. Okay, that's great. I don't want to free product. Other ones can say, yeah, I love your product. I'm familiar with your product. And um, you want to send it to me X amount a month, and that would be perfect. And we just have to figure out what that means on, on the other side of, like, you know, how many posts you're going to be put up or, you know, how many stories or videos or that kind of stuff, just kind of negotiating the terms. So it really sounds like if you're going to embark down this path of influencer marketing, it, as a business owner, you really need to think about what can you offer? What can you bring to the table? What value you have? Because even though you're trying to tap into these influencers, social communities, you're doing the job as a brand. You have a community as well. And so there, there can be some inherent value on both sides that doesn't necessarily just have to be about the money. Yeah, what I advise people to do, brands and influencers, is you're looking for that deeper relationship, right? I mean, you... The thing is, is, influencers are always looking for more steady money, right? Because if it's, they go and do you know, something with one company once or twice, that's a great little paycheck. But the problem is, is there's no consistency there. And also, your audience wants to see that you are vouching for a product, and you really use the product, right? If you pitch a new product every three days, and they start to go, oh, okay, well, is this something they really use, or is this just something they're pitching because they're making money? Right. So on both sides, when I look at this, and you know, and if you don't have a lot of you know, money to do that, then you, it has to be a win-win. But if you do have money, I mean, you still want to make it a win-win, right? I mean, you still have to figure out 
I mean, this is you're starting a relationship with this person, right? And you have to look at it that way of like, hey, this is something that's going to represent my brand. And it's always, always better to, you know, marketing it takes, what, seven or eight times for somebody to buy something, right? I, I'm driving down the road, I see a sign of Coke, and then I see this, and I see the commercial, and then all of a sudden I go to the store, and for some reason I want to buy it. So it's the same thing with this. Influencer marketing is the same thing. It's a frequency field. You don't want to just have somebody post something once. You're probably not going to see good sales from that. You're probably not going to see a lot of traction from that. The idea is, is to develop that deeper relationship and figure out, like, how you guys can grow your businesses together. You know, you hit on a couple of things. You hit on uh, this idea of credibility, that if every day I'm popping up with a new product, after a while my audience is going to be a little bit skeptical as to whether or not I use any of them. But then on the other side of it, the more that we build this relationship, the more that you create a connection to an influencer, as long as that influencer is living on the right side of the line, everything is wonderful. But you also have risk when you start creating these relationships with influence. Yeah, you absolutely. I mean, that, that's the thing is I've, I've worked with literally thousands of influencers. And, and one of the things that I do is I interview every single one of my influencers for every campaign that I do. Because I want to get a better idea of what the person's like, how they handle themselves, if they've done any research into the brand that I'm, that I'm going to be working with. Um, I just want to get a general idea because you have to realize it's no different than hiring. I mean, it's no different than hiring anybody, right? You want to go hire the best painter. And you could have a painter that comes in and, you know, just got out of prison and isn't a painter. Like, I don't know. Like, the idea of it is not that people out of prison can't paint. But you get my point. Like, the idea of it is, is that you, you have to do your research. You want to make sure that you're working with influence because there is a risk factor there. No different than there's a risk factor in hiring a painter or there's a risk factor in hiring a mechanic, right? You want to go find the good one. And once you find the good one, okay, great. Now we have that long-term relationship and you'll always take care of me and take care of my cars or whatever that is. So it's the same thing with influencers. There's absolutely a risk. But once you find a good influencer and things are going well, then you want to talk about that deeper relationship and deeper work. Absolutely. You know, there is so much more to the uh, whole topic of influencer marketing. And we've really only scratched the surface, which is why we are going to have a link to your website and your resources that you have on this whole topic of influencer marketing. Because if people are interested, we definitely want them to be able to find out more directly from the source. Thank you so much, Shane. This has been a wonderful conversation. I really am so glad that by MTFW. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. If you have enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to learn more about digital marketing and social media, be sure to check out our blog at roundpeg.biz and look for other episodes of More Than A Few Words wherever you listen to podcasts. This is another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.